0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Bite Size Cinema, I'm your host RJ McCready and for this episode I'm going to be taking you guys not that far back at all really Uh, it's going to be 2019, I am taking this one right off the shelf and it's a little bit different to what I normally do because I usually uh, review films that have been about for a little while Um, but I had a look at this film the other day, it's recently come out in the UK And I thought, I I can't not talk about this film, I need to do a review on it. So I will be spoiling this film, Um, so just a warning there guys, It's a little bit of a spoiler. Um, So if you haven't seen the film, please go check it out before uh, listening to this show. Or if you like, if you haven't seen it and you just fancy listening to my review, um, please go ahead and have a listen guys, this this is what this show is all about. So... um, like I say, I'll do um, a bite-sized review on this um, movie and talk about what I liked and what I didn't like. And to be honest with you guys, there's not a hell of a lot I didn't like about this film. That's why I'm doing this show right now. Um, so let's go ahead and do this. So let's get the um, let's get the bar sorted out. Let's get the V VFW ready. Um, let's play you guys a trailer, and I'll see you guys soon.
1: You've been at this, haven't you? I have?
0: Uh-huh. To us. Still here. Still
1: here. You know where you are, kid? In the, uh, VFW post. How about we close the bar down early tonight? What do you got going on? The best birthday that Freddy ever got. Lizard! Hey! This is the girl! Oh! <laughs> it's Q&A time, kid. see, the problem is that me and my old friends are probably gonna die tonight unless you help us out to understand what's happening here. You steal this? Boz killed my sister, all right? This, though, it's all he's got his whole life. V. F. W. What is that? Veterans of foreign wars. Good. Soldiers are good at dying. There's only one satisfactory solution, and that is we get our product back and each of you die. You were a soldier. So we all. Let's act like it. We set a perimeter. We make our stand. You will all die very, very slowly. You last. But what are we gonna do? Do it. Because you make a mistake. I'm gonna cut your heart out. You and me both know this ain't the only option. Push Miss Teen USA right back out to the way she came in. It's for you that we're doing all of this. Hey, I never asked for your goddamn help, Gramps. The second you walked through that door, we were duty bound to help you.
0: Let's go. welcome back guys so the synopsis of this film is a group of war veterans must defend their local vfw post and an innocent teen against a deranged drug dealer and his relentless army of punk mutants it's got a 92 minute runtime it's an r-rated movie and it's classed as a action horror movie it was directed by joe bigos and he's made a couple of other movies of this type of genre uh, one being bliss which i haven't seen as uh, a recent horror uh, mystery movie and another film called Mind's Eye so this guy is new to the um, filmmaking I believe I've done a little bit of research don't really know an awful lot about him but he's obviously a guy that likes this type of genre so I'm hoping that we're going to see more movies like this from him and also attached to this film is the producer from another one of my favorite horror movies it's a horror western with Kurt Russell Bone Tomahawk which um, It's been out for a few years now, so that's another film that's done really well. Uh, We really are getting sport in the horror world at the moment. There's some really good films kicking about. And let's have a look at this cast. I mean, you really are getting the hall of fame of B-movie actors. And it's starting with Stephen Lane, who plays Fred. And he's badass in whatever he does. He's in Avatar and, more recently, in a very successful horror movie, uh, Don't Breathe. I think that's getting a sequel. You've got William Sadler. Oh, I love William Sadler. He plays a character called Walter. And he's in Died Hard 2 and Trespass, which is a film I recently reviewed. And he's just good. He's he's another badass. And <laughs> talking of badasses, you've got Fred Williams in this film. He plays Hawkins and... I think a lot of you guys listening to this should know him as a uh, exploitation actor from the seventies. He's been around for a long time. I think he was in the original um, Inglorious Bastards back in the seventies, and you probably know him more recently. I say more recently. It's- <laughs> been about for a long time now he's in From Dusk Till Dawn as well so it's always good to see him in a film and topping that you've got Martin Cove in this film and most of you guys will remember him from uh, The Karate Kid and he plays the Cobra Kai instructor and in this he plays a character called Lou Clayton and then good old David Patrick Kelly he turns up as Doug and you will know him from Commando and the Warriors and again um, it's always good to see him in a film Um, he's more recently turned up in John Wick and George Wendt is in this film and he plays Thomas and he's uh, famous for being in the American TV show Cheers and he's not unfamiliar with horror because he turns up in the mid-80s movie House so that's worth checking out if you haven't seen and also starring in this film is Tom Williamson who I believe is Fred Williamson's uh, son he plays a character called Sean Uh, you've got Sierra McCormack who plays the Lizard Travis Hammer as the antagonist in this film, Boz. Dora Madison as Gutter. And that's uh, just to name a few in this movie. So there you go guys, it's a real killer sort of B-movie cast which um, works really well for this movie. And with that B-movie cast, you're getting yourself one head of a great B-movie film. It's certainly echoes Assault on Precinct 13. It certainly plays homage to uh, John Carpenter. And the only way I can describe this film is it's probably the best um, John Carpenter film I've seen that hasn't been directed by John Carpenter. And what I mean in that is um, I've seen a few people try to remake John Carpenter films. Um, The Fog, let's not even go there. Um, Assault on Precinct 13. All I'd say is I I always appreciate people's art and visions. So whoever directed that film was trying to put something on the table which is fair but i think if you're a real john carpenter fan this is the type of movie i would expect from a director and whilst um, i'm talking about the assault on precinct 13 remake i think that was made about 15 years ago now so when i found out that film was being remade i was very positive for it and i immediately had funny enough this film in my head I thought oh if someone's going to remake Assault on Precinct 13 I hope they're going to pay homage to John Carpenter and when I did see the film I must admit I was disappointed with it Um, it just wasn't what I was expecting I didn't like the fact that they were using police on police Um, but Fast forward 15, 20 years and bang, I've got the movie that I wanted. Um, And finally a director I think has got exactly what us fans want. And what I liked about this film, which was very clever, is really clever, um, is that it's got all the homages to the 70s and 80s um, action movies. It's got the synth soundtrack, it's got the grindhouse atmosphere to it. It's got the uh, John Carpenter homage, but what it does, and this is really clever, is that it's not in your face. It's not like a direct ripoff. The directors managed to, at the same time, create something. Um, I wouldn't say different, but probably fresh. I would say it, it feels like fresh out of the box, um, if that kind of makes sense. And and the other thing, the other important thing to mention about this film is. It does exactly what it says on the tin, and I say that a lot with my reviews, but you look at that front cover, you look at that artwork, you look at the actors, the artwork is incredible, I love it. Um, it's got a basic plot, it doesn't hang about, it's got no twists or turns, um, there's nothing complicated or in-depth or anything like that. It's just, this is a punch-up, this is a punch-up, this, punch this is 80 or 90 minutes of a basic storyline it doesn't go too deep, it is literally two two gangs fighting and you've got loads of gore, loads of action explosions Um, the humour is good but it's not it's not too obvious, it's just the the humour just manages to flow really nicely between these old veterans Um, so yeah I think this director's got it right, I really can't um, I'm probably a little bit biased because I am a big fan of this genre, but its I could see 20 of these films, you know, and like I say, it doesn't have to be too complicated. Just give me a film like this at the cinema on a Friday night before I start the weekend, and I will be happy for the rest of the weekend talking about this film, saying that was really good and having a few beers afterwards talking about this film. So, yeah, it's, um, it's good, man. It's good. If you haven't seen it, I mean, it's just a whole ton of fun. So, um... That's your kind of building block, so as you can hear in my voice I was fully um, <laughs> pumped up about this movie after watching it. Uh, so let's do a bite size review and like, as I said guys there's, there's some spoilers here, um, I'm just going to do a mini review, I mean I'm bite size anyway so uh, I won't go into it too much but we'll go over it and let's go and have a look. So. The film starts off with a nice 80 synth soundtrack and it kind of reminded me of the beginning of Escape from New York from 1981 where it's coming up on the screen with some uh, computer text telling you that the world has gone massively downhill and there's a new drug on the streets called Hype and it is turning people into zombies. You're then introduced to the main antagonist in this which is uh, Boz which looks like he's just come out from Mad Max he's got a leather jacket on and he is the head honcho of a massive street gang and he runs like a HQ at an old movie theatre. And straight away you get him killing a girl and he throws her off the top of a roof and this girl is the sister of one of the main characters called Lizard who then as a result of her sister being killed um, steals the massive stash of hype from Boz and she runs away. And that right there is your main fuse of this film. and at the same time, you get introduced to a couple of other characters. Um, you've got Boz's uh, right-hand uh, female, called Gutter, I believe. And again, she's all dressed up, punk-like. And you've got a couple of other um, honchos, massive sort of bodybuilder-type characters. Called one of them is called Tank. So he's this is part of uh, Boz's army, and he's running the streets. And this is all set in a Dysotopian part of America. They don't actually tell you what the name of this city is, but it's Dysotopian, it's Rundown. And one of the remaining strongholds with all the good guys in it is the VFW, the Veterans of Foreign War. And here you introduce the protagonists of this movie and it's Fred's birthday and it's uh, Fred is played by Stephen Lang, he's there with all his old war buddies and they all served in the, well some of them served in Korea, the Vietnam War and Afghanistan and they're sort of reminiscing old times, they're getting drunk and the only way I can describe this bar, it's like an old neon bar it's a little bit broke down, it's shabby, it's dark as hell And I think they've done that on purpose to give it that sort of real grindhouse feel to the movie. Things don't work; electrics kind of all messed up. But they're just they're they're, they're, these guys are just part of the furniture, and they're taking the taking the mick out of each other. They're just having some good times and they're drinking. And Fred, being an um, ex-army staff sergeant, he's still running it like he's still the leader of the pack, and it's just working well with them all. And then. Joining them for a drink is a young uh, sergeant from the army who's just come back from Afghanistan and he tells them that he said, the reason why I'm wearing my uniform is I thought I might get first class on the plane but that didn't work out and they're kind of cheering him and sort of saying, well done son, join us for a drink, Come, come and join the pack. So all this is happening and then Doug goes out for a cigarette who is played by David Patrick Kelly and he sees a young girl, which is the character Lizard. She comes running towards the VFW because she's fleeing from uh, the bad guy, Boz. And she comes running into the bar and Doug comes running back in. He says, what the hell's going on? And then the next thing you know, you've got a couple of these uh, filled up height punks with knives and that. And they chuck a knife straight into Doug's arm and he almost chops half his arm off. And it's a really cool... um, practical special effects with like like a prosthetic arm with blood coming out of it and all that and then you've got fred jumps up from behind the bar and he's got a shotgun and straight in there he points it at the punk's head and boom it just his head just explodes just goes boom and then um william sadler's character he, he chucks one of the punks out from from the club and it traps one of the uh, punk's hands in the in the door and then you got William Sadler's character, he's got this machete and he's like trying to cut this hand off and it's not like a clean, clean break either. It takes him about five times, five attempts to cut this hand off. He's just like chopping at it and there's like blood going everywhere. So the film has just gone from a couple of guys having a drink, enjoying a birthday party, to a full on blood fest punch up. So under siege by all these punks and with uh, little weapons, uh, Fred decides to come up to with a plan to say well if I can get to my truck I might be able to get out of here so he goes to his truck he tries to start it up and he gets uh, attacked by a punk punk tries to strangle him and then uh, William Sadler comes along and rescues him he chucks a axe through this uh, punk's head you get like, another kill scene here and this is where Fred and William Sadler meet up with um, some of the punk's leaders and they say to him that we just want the girl to give it, give it back to us And Fred and Sadler this time are trying to think of their get out plan here and then from behind them, uh, Sean turns up, the soldier guy with a gun and he shoots some of the punks and they manage to get away. Fred then talks to Lizard and says, look I've spoken to these punks and they were saying that you took it and you took something from them and she's not telling them what it is. And then he says to the other guys, he says, look this has now become a military situation, we need to set up a perimeter and Fred and goes back into his like um, staff sergeant roots and whilst he's setting all of this up uh, the martin Cove so the cobra kai guy he finds all the drugs in a toilet where lizards has stashed it all into like a rucksack he says look this is what they're looking for and because he comes from like a negotiation background he says look i'm, I'm going to negotiate with these guys and he goes out and he confronts punks but in doing this he gets killed himself and then fred tries to go and rescue him but then he gets shot in the leg he manages to get back into the bar and the remaining vets um, set themselves up for one final stand and they're taking bar stalls and putting nails into them and they're taking like a sword from behind the bar uh, fred's setting up the rest of his shotgun with the remaining shells that he's got so everybody is going for this one final stand and Fred Williamson, he's got um, some like knuckle dusters with some uh, nails on it, so it's a really good scene, it's a really good south scene. But whilst all this is happening, you've got again this really good sort of um, sort of like 80s synth in the background. It's like and the film is as dark as hell with that sort of grindhouse film. And as I said at the beginning of the show guys, this film just gives you exactly what it says on the tin. And you've got this like final act here where you got like a final showdown where the punks get smashed their way through the doors and you get some great B-movie kill scenes here. You get some heads that get exploded and crushed. Williams sad slicing up loads of punks with his uh, all made out of nails. Um, you've got a scene where one of the humongous punks just won't die. They're trying to stab him and kill him and then the soldier guy um, pounds his head into like a pulp. And then Fred Williams has a standoff with uh, Boz's like right hand girl which is gutter and Fred jumps in with a broken flagpole and empowers her and manages to kill her. And then you get a pretty cool scene there where William Sadler finds a angle grinder, like a petrol angle grinder. He kinda goes uh, Bruce Campbell here and he picks it up and he goes yeah let's have some of this and he goes outside and he just, just, just chops up a whole crowd of uh, punks. It's like the end scene of uh, Dead with the uh, lawnmower and um, you're kind of clear in the closing act of this film where you get Boz, the leader, he comes in and he kidnaps Lizard and he tries to run away. And this is kind of like you get the final standoff between Boz and the remaining vets. So while Fred's he's trying to rescue Lizard and he shoots Boz in the arm with a shotgun. And then whilst all this is happening, William Sadler's come up with a plan to start up the truck there's like an old army truck that they've got outside and he just slams it straight into Boz's car and it just got this like huge explosion and he just like takes him out but then William Sadler's character also goes up with it as well so you've got left is uh, Fred with Lizard and Sean and they go back into the bar now you get quite a funny scene here because you've got uh, Fred Williams who's sort of slouched over the bar and then Fred comes in and goes oh man he's dead but at least this is probably the way you wanted to go out. And then Fred Williams goes, I ain't dead yet. <laughs> he just wakes up and he pours him a drink. And that's pretty much how the film, It It's just, uh, you've pretty much got a 60-minute run of Carnage here, guys. You just need to watch it to uh, really enjoy it. And that is it. The film just comes to a close, you know. Um, as I said, it's just... It's, it's grindhouse man it's just it just does what it says you know and there's some really good stuff in there i think um stephen lang's character is pretty standout in this he comes out with a funny line which i forgot to mention and he's like running around killing all these punks and he says to um william satter's character he goes i'm feeling really effing alive right now you know and he's proper badass So if you're a fan of this genre, guys, go check it out. As you can probably hear in my voice, I really enjoyed this film. Um, So it gets a proper thumbs up for me. And hopefully we'll see some more stuff like this from the director, Joe Begos. So long may it continue. So that's it, guys. Hope you enjoyed the show. Um, I will be back soon. I'm going to be doing um, Robocop and Aliens. So look out for those uh, two classics. I'm going right back there to the mid-80s. Uh, two classic movies so I'm looking forward to reviewing those and for a bit of admin I am a proud member of the Legion Podcast Network so please go and check out all the other shows there and you can find Bite Size Cinema on iTunes and you can also check out the show on YouTube so go and have a look there and I've also got a Facebook page so if there's anything that you want me to take a look at post it on the page I'll gladly have a look so there you go guys I will see you soon Keep it by its size and keep it safe and I'll see you later.
1: This show, then make sure you check out the other great shows on the Legion Podcast Network like Cinema Psyops, Cinema Beef, Devour the Podcast, Duncan and Bo Come Correct, Exploding Heads Horror Movie Podcast, Friday the 13th, Get Slayed, The Hell Mean Power Hour, Hello, This Is The Doom Show, Hero Hero Ghost Show, Kill the Cast, Underwater Kaiju from Outer Space, Jerry Hate's Action, Legion After Dark, Metal Health, Obsessive Cinema, Discourse